0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, last year in Kansas City, we had 150 homicides. About 40% of those cases in Kansas City remain unsolved. Many are considered cold, a heartbreaking reality for dozens of metro families.
1: You fall apart, you, you're you in denial, you want to know what happened and nobody has the answers.
0: Each victim has a unique story in life and in death, with friends, family, detectives and prosecutors all fighting for justice. Just one tip could solve the case. We'd like to know why she's not here now. We're joining the case to get answers. <laughs> This is Fox for Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. Sirens tore into the silence of a Kansas City neighborhood early the morning of September 9th. It was nearly 3 a.m. on a Sunday. Summer was finally releasing its steamy grip on the city as the weather transitioned from the 90s earlier that week all the way into the 70 degree temperatures of fall. But those sirens didn't care about the morning hour or the temperature outside. Just like the person responsible for the crime seemingly didn't care that he or she left a broken body in the street. When officers with the Kansas City Police Department arrived near 81st and Truce, they found a badly injured woman named Amber Fellows. This time, the weapon used in her homicide wasn't a gun or a knife, it was a truck. Police say specifically a black Chevy Silverado. Officers know this because they found evidence, possibly pieces of the truck's front grill, in the street near her body. Fellows later died at the hospital. As the crime techs showed up to collect evidence, homicide detectives began investigating the personal level of the crime. They quickly learned that Fellows lived in the area. Then they called her family to deliver the devastating news of her death. This is Karen Thompson, Amber's sister.
1: And then I got that call at six in the morning. And, well, you know the rest. <laughs> you fall apart. You, you're in denial. You want to know what happened, and nobody has the answers. In that area, people would walk by you. They would think you're drunk or whatever um, and leave her there. I talked to several people, and I got more information in that that first 24 hours than I really wanted. But it doesn't make it hurt any less that somebody would hit a human being, not, not just my sister, but any human being, and keep going, and not tell anybody, and leave her laying there. Did she suffer? That's the question. Did she lay there alive? And, so on. So there's a million questions you ask yourself, a million things you did or didn't do.
0: Detectives talked to people too, including Karen and other members of Amber's family. They discovered Amber had two teenage sons and that she'd struggle with bipolar disorder. Her sister Karen also explained to detectives that Amber had limited vision and was nearly blind thanks to juvenile arthritis.
1: Her eyesight failed quickly. And because of that, she had gotten a dog, Adonis, that she was having them train her, train him to be her service dog. And um, she was careful. She didn't go out at dark because she couldn't see without either the dog or a trusted companion. It was kind of funny when they said she was out at two o'clock in the morning uh, by herself. That's impossible. She was way too careful.
0: That's why Karen still thinks the circumstances surrounding her sister's death seem odd. She says she can't understand why Amber didn't have her trusted dog with her or why she was outside of that time of night by herself. Karen says that Amber kicked her boyfriend out of the apartment several days before her death, but she believes that Amber had another man in her life shortly before her death. He may have just been a friend. Karen isn't sure. But the question about what he knows about Amber's death is creeping into her thoughts.
1: I don't think she was out by herself, to be honest. I think the gentleman that was in the apartment was with her, and they had been arguing. And um, I think that somewhere along that route from the convenience store on, they had gotten into it. I know he had been arguing with her earlier. She had just had surgery on her knee, so that made a bad situation worse, and she wasn't getting around as good as she was after some therapy.
0: Karen says she and the rest of her family just want answers. They're exhausted and they want to end this chapter in their lives. They want to stop the questions running through their minds, the what ifs. They're tired of being nice, and they just want to be able to move on and remember Amber.
1: The opportunity for it to have been an accident has passed. It, we've asked a, a hundred times, turn yourself in. I've put it on Facebook, and I keep putting it on there, and I say I will not stop until somebody comes in for this, I I wish he would turn himself in so that we could know what happened. It'd be good to know that and not have to imagine stories like, like I'm building now. Amber did not cause her own death, that's obvious. But Amber was not out there alone and everybody should know that. She was not out there alone.
0: They realize that it's going to take someone willing to come forward or someone's guilty conscience before they have the answers they desire. But Karen says she refuses to give up and refuses to allow her sister Amber to be forgotten. They may not ever
1: turn themselves in. This time passes, your opportunity to catch this person slims down and, and we miss her. She was, I said before, she was loved beyond it. More than she knew, and more than anyone else knew. Not knowing is the hardest part of anything.
0: Karen and her family, as well as the Kansas City Police Department, know that someone out there holds the key to solving Amber's death. Closing this case is as easy as calling the TIPS hotline and telling police what you know. Again, police say someone driving a black Chevy Silverado hit Amber Fellows September 9th, 2018. The tips hotline is 816-474-TIPS. You can also email your tip to kccrimestoppers.com or send your tip through the Crimestoppers app. You can download it at p3tips.com. Crime Stoppers, how may I help
1: you?
0: You can find other episodes of Crime Files on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. Just search Crime Files. For Fox 4 Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.